Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, Real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Hot Happy Mess. Celebrate your magic in the middle of life's messes. Hot, happy, mess. I'm Zuri Hall, and this is Hot, Hot happy, happy Mess. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. If you're listening to this on the day it drops, otherwise, happy day. Oh, happy day. No matter what the day is. Uh, what's up? I'm Z. This is Hot Happy Mess. And April's almost over. Quick life update. Life's been busy. April was actually really amazing. We're winding down. This is like my busiest month of the year, usually, between Access Hollywood and filming for American Ninja Warrior. Um, I can't wait for y'all to see the new season. It's airing on NBC this summer. And I just feel so blessed and grateful to be a part of that show. Like, yes, these are ninjas competing on a course for a million dollars, but that is the least of it. And that's saying a lot. What I love most about this show is the stories we share. I shed so many tears this this month, along with the ninjas and the audience watching, because they're just some really special stories of, you know, triumph over tragedy, people defying odds, beating cancer and hitting the start line, losing family members to terminal illness, to other things, and still somehow finding it within themselves to be strong enough to get up to the start line and run in their honor. There have been babies born and marriages and proposals on set. It is just, oh my God, it's, it's so much more than a competition show. It really is a celebration of life and human resilience. And I know that might sound corny, but it is so true. And I pray, I hope y'all will watch and tune in because some really special things are, are happening this season. And you'll just enjoy it. They do some crazy stuff, y'all. Stuff I could never do. I need to start stretching. <laughs> That's my big takeaway from this season. The last few months have been wild and crazy for me, but I am looking forward to summer to vacations, to just resting and resetting because we're all about that best life minus the burnout, you dig? And it's gotten a little crazy around these parts. So <laughs> I'm grateful. I'm a little sleepy and I can't wait to just kind of sit 
and, and rest a little bit. So I'm excited for that. And as you know, if you heard in a recent episode, we're doing something special on How to Happy Mess uh, this season. I'm inviting you, you to come on the show, the listeners. That's right. I want to interview a few of my listeners from the Hot Happy Mess community. And we're going to talk all the things, self-care, relationships, your favorite episodes, so much more. So if you're interested in joining me, send an email, hello at hothappymess.com, subject line, chat with Z, and let us know if you want to come on the show and why, what you want to talk about what episodes resonated with you, anything you want to share with our audience, just hit me up. I would love to have you. All right. Today's episode is all about plastic surgery, but specifically liposuction and BBLs. We are doing a, a deep dive into that. It's, it's kind of been a phenomenon, right? Recently, in recent years, where I feel like a lot of us feel like it's just booty, 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 booty rocking everywhere. And I'm here for it. If you like it, I love it. It's definitely as as we talk about safety in this space, like it's important to make sure that people are informed and empowered. And I'm just all about empowerment, period. Whatever someone wants to do for their life. Like, I don't believe in pushing things on people. I don't believe in deterring people from things as long as it's not harming someone else. I'm so live and let live. But I do believe in empowering people to make informed choices and to do things that feel good and feel safe and to do it in the the way that is most ideal and best. And so even with the BBL of it all, uh, we're going to get into the nitty gritty of this phenomenon, how it kind of skyrocketed in the last few years, what it is exactly, why this doc thinks that it's taken off the way that it has things to think about. If you're considering it, safety issues, recovery, um, what's possible. Uh, but we're getting into the nitty gritty of it. For those who are interested, a lot of you guys have express curiosity around it, about conversations in the space period. And I am here to serve. So let's get the convo started. Here's Dr. Spivak. What is up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Hot Happy Mess. I am your host, Zuri Hall. And this episode is one that I am pumped about. A lot of you have been asking about it. Plastic surgery, cosmetic surgery, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, right? The nips and the tucks and all the things. And today we are doing a bit of a deep dive into it. I have an amazing doctor here who is going to break it all down for you, answer some of your uh, listener submitted questions, answer questions I have. Um, and we're going to talk about everything, including um, some of these problematic BBLs, y'all, because you see, you see, you see them. We all see them, right? You're like, at the store and it's just like wait wow from the back that's that's can we interesting say the, can we say the letter p wait what is p it, the letter p it's a it's like oh. think about the letter p with like <laughs> the little feedback everybody i just went <laughs> in i just went for it you know get in there um, no that's truly what it is okay well on that note um Welcome, Dr. Spivak. Uh, you guys, we have Ryan Spivak. He is an amazing doctor, as I mentioned. Um, delivers awesome results that are natural, highly aesthetic. He trained as a plastic surgeon at the University of Southern California. Um, you were part of the Integrated Plastic Surgery Residency in LA? Correct. Okay, Probably. very awesome. And now um, you are a part of a really amazing, super innovative technique, the sculpt technique, right? Like, break down for me exactly what that is um, and and why people might even be interested in it because it's kind of all the rage right now. So I'm a um, I'm a plastic surgeon. I'm one of a group of docs at a practice called Sculpt Body Shaping. Um, it's a group of plastic surgeons that started a practice that is purely focused on awake procedures. Super cool. You're like, how the heck awake? Let's start with that. 
And all we do where a super specialized center is liposuction and fat transfer procedures. Those of which are most popular are the petite BBL, the XL BBL, fat transfer to the breast, which we call naturals. And this is all we do. And we, our goal is to take the excellence and the artistry, combine it with technology and science and just an amazing experience for each person coming in and a beautiful customized plan for, for everybody. No letter P's. We are no not a letter, letter P's. We are not a letter P this booty is factory. <laughs> this is no P booty factory. I need a shirt made that says that. Um, I'm glad to hear that, right? Because we all see a lot of those P's running around, particularly on, on Instagram and social media. But it, it really fascinates me. You know, I got to see some of your photos and your videos of your work before we sat down today. And it is so natural. Like I, I was looking at the videos and I'm like, wait, how the heck are they pulling this off? Period. Let alone um, with no scars and they're awake. Like, wait, what? So I want to get into all of that. But first, we want to get to know you a little bit. So can we play a quick rapid fire game? Let's do it. Okay. What is your go-to Starbucks order? Ice mocha, triple shot of espresso, almond milk. Oh, see, that's how you know he's putting in work all day. Triple shot. You got it. Oh my God. I mean, I am a coffee fanatic. Okay. Okay. I call it. So at the office, Uh I'll be like, oh my God, guys. I think it's time to order Oshi Goshi Smushies. And everyone's like, what are you talking? Like, it's like I'm talking to my kids. They're like, an Oshi Goshi Smushie. I'm like, you know, the ice mocha, triple shot, almond milk. And everybody, let's do it, right? Wow, I need to try this. We're a fun office to be around. It's a vibe. Okay, all right. I love a vibe. Uh, What is your horoscope sign? Leo. Leo. I can see that. I could see that. Like the the sort of um, big, bright, brilliant lion with the fabulous mane. Hair perfectly coiffed. This is just a boost session, you know? (laughs) Hot, happy mess. Emphasis on happy. We like our guests to feel good here. I love it. Um, When you have downtime, how do you like to decompress? Okay. I don't have downtime. (laughs) I have five kids. My wife gave birth to twins right before the pandemic. It has been a crazy two-year run. I am literally going on our my first trip with just my wife and I to Cabo for three days. First time in three years. Oh, We've gone away, the two of us. So it's just about like survival mode, getting through the amazing startup of our practice, expanding it and just, but other than that, a good book and a coffee and I'm very happy otherwise. And and you're happy. Well, I am glad that you are sharing your knowledge and your expertise with us today. Um, You mentioned the pandemic and obviously you starting a practice right before it. I mean, so many people, so many business owners can relate to that. I'm curious to know, um, one, what the goal was when you opened up your, your, your center, your practice, and also... How has plastic surgery and, and how have cosmetic procedures changed if they have because of the pandemic? Because, you know, we were talking a little bit before we started rolling. It kind of feels like the perfect time to just kind of tiptoe away, get some work done and show up <laughs> post pandemic. Like what work? What work did I get done? Uh, OK, so <laughs> our pandemic life. All yeah. right. Uh, the group of doctors and myself, we put all of like, this was our jam, right? Mm-hmm. This was our everything. We're going to do this better than anyone else. We're going to be the perfect boutique practice and we're going to grow this in the tech, right? And so two months. Uh, so, okay. Rewind. It's March, 2020, right? The pandemic, you know, it's coming. Everyone's seeing it. The lockdown happens, I think, 22nd or 23rd here in California. We get shut down for two months. And by the way, we had literally just moved into our office, which is in Agora Hills, Calabasas. It's like 20 minutes outside of L.A. And then we all had a panic attack. 
like me, you know, you read the doomsday scenarios, right? Everyone's going to die. My wife just gave birth to twins. Mm. The twins are going to die if they get the, the virus. Or maybe not. Or maybe it's all this. Or maybe that. And so we got shut down. All elective surgery in California, and especially LA County, was shut down for two straight months. Mm -hmm. So we had patients booked. They were ready to go. We had to delay all of that. I literally remember. And, and then the fear, right? The fear of the unknown, what's going to happen. And... I remember literally like I put my everything into it, right? Yeah. And I'm like, the world's going to sink into like a Great Depression. No one will ever buy plastic surgery again. <laughs> no one's going to get no boobs again, No one's going to want to have ever. a butt, like, or <laughs> boobs or like, you know. Oh. And I literally was crying every, I'm, I'm being oh total, I, I was like crying every night, miserable, um, just very fearful, you know. But I will tell you that it, it motivated us so hard. We were just like, okay, we're going to pivot. We're going to figure this out. We're going to get through it. You know, someone's going to want to look good in some way again. Right. At some <laughs> One point. One of these days. Right. Yeah. And then there was like a pause. We, you know, what was so cool about it for us is it, it gave us this like breath for two months where we're like, okay, let's build it out even better than we imagined. Let's really get out of the box. And then let's say, you know, when it does come back that we're ready. Mm -hmm. And so what did that look like for you? Obviously, we're coming out of the pandemic or at least, you know, the peak of it, the worst of it. And you guys are practicing. So what did that pivot look like? What are you offering right now? What are patients coming in and asking for? Okay, great. So, okay, first month of this, it's crickets. Then, strangely, miraculously, right in, let's see, right around May 1st, everybody started calling for consultations. So we're like six, eight weeks in. People are going stir crazy. They're like realizing the long-term thing of this, right? It kind of sinks in. And then to my greatest shock, people realized, oh my God, I always wanted to do something for me. My vacation's canceled. All that's out the thing. I was going to get married this summer. Mm. Uh-uh. Who knows when? Right. Oh, really interesting. So, yeah, funds are being loosened up. The, the weddings are on pause. The vacations are canceled. You've maybe got a little extra cash flow and you want to do something for totally. yourself. Totally. And people are transitioning to work at home. Yeah. Right. And so everyone was like, you know what? It's the perfect time to get something done. I'm not going to the office. I don't have to worry about a you know huge time off of work. I can actually kind of work through it if I can find, you know, if I can find something that is low downtime, super like high tech amazing, like, where is that thing? Because I want to do it. And I always wanted to do it. Yeah. And, and this wasn't just for us. This was for many plastic surgeons around the country. It was like game on all of a sudden. And so my, my tears of depression became like, I couldn't even believe it. But we had been prepared. We prepared for it. We pivoted yeah. really quickly. Okay, so obviously, you know, post-pandemic, your your office is getting a ton of calls. People are starting to say, I want this. I've got time. I've got a little money. Let's do it. Um, I'm curious to know, as you sort of watched how the industry evolved over the last few years, what are you seeing most when it comes to trends? Like, obviously, we've got the BBLs. We see a lot of the, the P-shaped booties, as you mentioned. Um, what is most popular these days, and why do you think it's most popular? Well, during that time, you know, there wasn't a lot to entertain yourself with. So people were on social media a lot, right? You already have like the history of like the Kardashians doing a BBL and other celebrities, famous folks, different models. And so people were really looking at a lot of social media and what other people were doing during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And you're imagining, oh, I would love to look like that. Or everyone has that mental break, 
right? Yeah. And so the trend, and, and it was, it sort of started before this though, and then accentuated, the trend was more towards, you know, because of that distinct focus on social media, right? And the, the transparency, that's one benefit of social media. At times, at times, there's transparency. So you can be at home and be like, she looks good. That's a really natural result. I know she had plastic surgery, right? But that's kind of what I'm looking for. And then you see the results that are off the chart, ridiculous, totally out of proportion, overdone. And you're like, that is definitely not what I want, right? But I want to do this. And so as a result of that, I think it's embraced the type of body, right? In, in, as far as natural, right? Natural. So if you're, and what that means is like, if you're full figured, right? Embrace your curves, embrace your thickness, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. If you are, and, and it's kind of that slim thick, right? Have you heard yeah. of slim thick? Oh, I've heard slim right? thick. I wish I I could relate to slim thick. I'm just. You're slim slim? Just slim slim. You're slim slim? <laughs> I got a little something in the back. You know what I'm saying? I, I was, I was, I had a little apple bottom thanks to my mom, but uh, you don't know until I'm walking away, but then it's too late. <laughs> right. <laughs> when and, the guys are checking for me. Like, but that's oh. the other thing. So, so I think it kind of. In some ways, if you had a healthy perspective on it, you would see women embracing their natural figure and enhancing it from there, but not trying to change drastically. And then you would see women who were slim, slim, <laughs> right, who accepted how beautiful they were with maybe smaller breasts and didn't feel that pressure from the 90s or 2000s to just put in breast implants, the big round things, and then slim, slim, Big old With these things. massive melons, yeah. Right. And, it's, and I, it's also important for me to know, like, I'm such an advocate for whatever makes you feel good. If it's coming from a healthy place mentally and that's what you decide you want, I am all about it, you know, to each his own, live your life. Um, but that was a journey for me to really just embracing, like, this is my body type. This is my build in, in a big picture way, right? Like, I'm never going to be the chick with, like, the massive Coke bottle or, you know, like, thick is in right now. That is not my, that's not what God said when he gave me my assignment. And I embrace kind of where I am in, in a general way. But that sometimes is very difficult in this age of social media, where all we're seeing constantly is um, this, this sort of um, quintessential or what would it be like an amalgamation? Is that the word? Did I yeah. butcher that guys? I make up words. Amalgamation on this. is great. Okay. Is that us. legitimately is the word? I make up words on this podcast it's often. Um, but this, this body, right. And, and it's very much um, one specific type. And it kind of breaks my heart when I see women rushing out to say, I want that, even if it doesn't make sense for their body or, or their, you know, their build. Um, so I love that particularly with your procedure, it's there's the opportunity to just sort of lean into or finesse or fine tune kind of what you're already working exactly. with. Exactly. So basically you have people for the first time who had time off working from home, checking out what's going on in the landscape, can't do anything else. And are like, this is the perfect time to do it. But heck no, I still don't want to go under general anesthesia. I still want to look natural. I don't want a whole thing. I still want the quick recovery. Yeah. But for the first time they said, but now I can actually do it. And so people started searching and that's how people found Sculpt because what we specialize in at the end of the day are awake procedures, avoiding the risks of, you know, general anesthesia and doing a BBL natural, having it flow and be harmonious with the body or breasts or really head to toe anything as far as body shaping goes, right? So taking that natural figure, right? I'm telling you, people can embrace being fuller figured. 
Yeah. Well, let's take a let's make a few tweaks off of that, but keep that right, or embrace the skinny part, and maybe a little of this or that, right? right. Uh, bringing in the curve here or there, even small things in a global look for somebody can have such a profound impact to confidence and all that, and and that's where we really blew up because our results were a super super focus on being natural and beautiful and harmonious mm -hmm. and being different than the chop shops and all the crazy things that you see out there. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests. But with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. How do you pull off an awake procedure? I, I I think it's fascinating the idea that someone can be in your office, um, you know, in the would it be the OR? Is it technically yeah, it's yeah. still an operating uh -huh, room? Okay, yeah. um, and literally watching in real time as as you kind of create these results for them. That's that's how that happens. So the awake part um, starts with just getting to the office. Everybody's warm and lovely and reassuring, and the surgeon is nice and kind, and people pay attention to you, right? That's step one. It's always, you know, I'm here, I'm actually doing it, and I'm super nervous, but everybody's so nice. This is really good. It's yeah. a, it's, I made the right decision, right? Mm -hmm. That's step one. Then you actually get into the procedure part, right? So we give a whole, you know, cocktail of medication, mild painkiller, you know, something to help relax you, Xanax, right? 
We use laughing gas also while we place numbing medication. So basically, you're on like, you know, four margaritas on the beach. Love That's that. That's what we call love it, Love a right? margarita, love a beach. You pick your own music, <laughs> right? So you get the vibe you want. You can either be chill or like, oh my God, we're doing it. Let's mm -hmm. pump it up. <laughs> so we kind of match, you know, whatever vibe you want to roll with. Mm -hmm. um, and then you get into the technology. So here's the thing. When you're doing this, right, if every step that you're doing is focused towards comfort and optimizing every step, it can be done really easily, right? So we, what we have going is we have a patent pending technology called SoftSculpt. And what that is, is a super vibrational liposuction system, right, with super miniaturized cannulas, so really little metal soft tip tubes that remove the fat and also do the numbing. Mm -hmm. And it's highly vibrational. It's like a symphonic vibration, I would say, right? And what we do is we then, okay, so you're chilled out. You got the music, right? You're prepped and ready to go. And, you know, we make, we numb the skin with a little, you know, a little air injector instead of a needle. Again, thinking about every step to make it easier hurts less. Skin's numbed up. We do a little perfect hole punch in the skin and the hole is literally like a millimeter, okay? And then we place the numbing medication under the skin and that's done with a ton of vibration. This is the cool part. So there's something called the gate theory of pain. I'm okay, get a little what is that? Gate theory of pain. What's that mean? Okay, Please gate, get technical. Yeah. yeah, it's super cool. So the same nerves that transmit pain also transmit vibration. So if you overwhelm the system with like the most gentle, yet a little bit intense, a lot of vibration, um, the vibration traffic is up, the pain traffic is down. And most people feel like you're just using one of those massage guns to place numbing medication. Right. Okay. So you're chilled out. You're feeling the vibe. You're feeling reassured. You start doing the numbing and everyone's like, oh, my God, that's like nothing. And it's an instant numbing we use and a long acting one that lasts throughout the procedure. And once you're numbed up, you're literally fly from there. Okay, got it. And at that point, it's it's pretty much a, a fat transfer or a BBL in the, the way that one might be familiar with, right? What is a BBL by definition? Okay, BBL is Brazilian butt lift. Uh-huh, okay. All right, you want to hear the cool story about mm -hmm. how it started? Give it to me. Okay, so one of our plastic surgeons with us, Tony Griffin, awesome, amazing guy, was on, I think, uh, you know, uh, Access Hollywood. He was on Extreme Makeover, 90s, 2000s, right? Tony was doing an interview with, uh, you know, cable news. And um, he was one of the first doctors in the U.S., to take fat from somewhere in the body and add it to the bottom to augment. And it was actually a technique that came from Brazil. Okay. Mm. So he's like, you know, this, I kind of, so that, you know, he's getting interviewed doing something like us. And he's like, yeah, yeah I kind of do it like the Brazilians do it. Oh. BBL, it didn't even I'm exist. I'm not going to lie. I always thought it was just because Brazilians have amazing butts. And so it was like, I want... I'll have what I'll they're have having. I'll have one of those, please. <laughs> yes. Right? So it's because the actual technique developed or became popular yeah, in Brazil. it became popular in Brazil. Okay. He brought it here. He's like, I'm doing it like the Brazilians are doing it. And then the, the mm. interviewer was like, oh, it's almost like a Brazilian butt lift. Interesting. Boom. Okay. Right? And in the most insane ways, you, it's like, how does a word get invented and run from there? It now has a life of its own. I mean, you say BBL. Yeah. If you have any aware, I mean, you're like, oh, yeah, one of the butt things. Go, you right. Know, the butt. The right. Butt, right. You know? Okay. That's good to know. I didn't know it. So talk to me a little bit about how people avoid like the pumpkin booty on stilts. Like how does that happen? Because sometimes we see the extreme versions where it's like, right. did they ask for that? Was that 
something that they didn't expect and they just woke up and had it? Like, how does that happen? Why does that happen? Okay. All right. The pumpkin booty. Yes. I could literally do like an hour. I'm going to try to keep it so (laughs) brief. It's basically, it's just putting fat in your butt. Okay. So you go to a doc, you go under general anesthesia, they remove some fat. It's not exactly done in the most artistic of ways. It's like, let's get this job done. Let's get them in and out. They're under general. They've already paid, you know, Mm. right? Fat is removed. The patient slipped over. Fat's removed a little bit from the back. And then they just, you know, put as much in as you can. But it's not done with like an artistic, like, you know, like sensibility, right? And so what they're doing is they're literally just adding the fat to the butt cheeks themselves. They're not blending it. There's no proportion. There's no proportionality. So it's just literally remove as much as possible from the waist to like to nothingness. Then we're going to put all of it right in that one spot. But there's no, there's like cutoffs. It's like waist is two in. And then there's this like boulder coming off the booty. Right. And then it's like right to the legs. And it's like, it like goes like this and then up and then down and then. It's like geometry class. Right. And it's like, (laughs) but there's no, like, there's nothing gentle flowing. Right. Mm -hmm. So the amazing part about the procedures at Sculpt are the, is that they're awake. When you're awake, it's like yoga liposuction. Super small instruments. It's more like a paintbrush. It's not the jackhammer thing, right? You're relaxed. You're all numbed up all the way around. So we turn you every which way. So you're on your back. Then you're on your left side. Then you're on your right side. Then you're on your tummy. And then we're going to flip back. Oh, let's check this side. I want to make sure it matches. You know what? Lift your arm up. Boom. A little of this, a little twist, right? Right, right. And so it allows me to have like a canvas or any of our plastic surgeons to have a proper canvas to work on. Got it. We can make everything flow because we're doing it from the right angles. It's not all just like rush, rush, rush through general anesthesia. Right. What, what should people be thinking about when it comes to safety? Are there concerns around these sorts of procedures? We hear the horror stories. You know, I was speaking with Kay Michelle not too long ago. She has a show called My Killer Body. She's been very transparent publicly about her own plastic surgery gone wrong, the fact that she almost died um, because of um, bad plastic surgery. So what should people be thinking about if they are considering plastic surgery or some sort of cosmetic procedure? How do we do this safely? Okay. So I think the first thing you have to do is you have to check yourself, right? Before it's, you wreck yourself? Sorry. Yeah, exactly. I I'm sorry. Oh my God. That was so good. That was so good. By the way, it. Okay, that was so continue. good. Um, you have to make sure, number one, you're doing it for the right reasons. It's for you. Um, I'm quite happy where I'm at, but there's always this thing or, you know what? I... I was bullied as a kid and I'm working so hard in the gym and I'm plateauing and I've got these genetic spots and they're stubborn. Make sure it's for you first. Number two, make sure you're not forcing the issue. I got to do this because I have that trip in three months and you know what? I got to look good in that bathing suit. So I have to find someone right away. I'm going to call the person right up the street. I'm not going to really do research. If they can get me in, I'm just going to go and do it. Right? Yeah. So do some research. Slow your roll. Right? Find the right people. Do the research. Find somebody you connect to on the results end of things. See the doctors online. Again, another benefit of social media. There's pros and cons, but at least you can like you have more visibility. It's not just a website with a bunch of photos. Okay, great. Um, So then how do you do it safely? So this comes up to a huge, you know, um, safety concern out there. Right. So number one from there is, I guess, like, how do you identify the red flags is that what you're looking for? Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, what are the, what are like the glaring red flags? Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So number one is like the price. 
Okay. If it's like too good to be true, there's, I, I can go over the economics of how this all works. If it's too good to be true, some corner is getting cut somewhere. And it might be on your body. <laughs> wow. So what is too good to be true? What price point should we think is reasonable? And when is the deal just a little too good? Little right. Too sweet? So it's like, it's like looking at a flight, right? Uh -huh. For an airport. Like if the flight's like $79. Ooh, then you're probably on spirit. But you're continue. not. Right. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say that, but there's no peanuts. You yeah. got to pay for the bags that go in. Right. There's no fault. Like you're, the flight cancels. They don't tell you why. You don't get refunded. Like. Who knows who's flying the plane? Right. <laughs> okay. Like there's, they're cutting it down to yeah. that somehow. It's the same thing with surgery. So if your BBL is going to cost 3,500 bucks, okay. That means the only way to, and it's under general anesthesia. Let me go over the simple economics. Let's say it's 3,500 bucks, right? Your anesthesiologist for three or four hours is going to get paid, you know, a thousand of that. Right. And then there's costs for materials, supplies, medications, the anesthesia drugs, which are expensive, the garment, the this, the that, right? The nursing staff, like the electricity to turn the power on, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, that is gonna so the, the the doctor, the practice, they're only making like 750 bucks, 500 bucks, 800 bucks, right? So the only way that works is they have to do a lot of surgeries. Right. So, okay, we're going to give the cheapest prices, but we're going to pump out 25 a day. Right. Got it. Does okay. that make sense? Absolutely. It does. How do you pump out 25 a day? Well, you know, if you're, if you're signing up for a huge surgery, whether it's a tummy tuck, like here's how it goes. If you're getting a tummy tuck, a BBL, lipo here, a little laser thing, and all this crazy stuff all in one surgery, it's impossible for it just to be your surgeon working on you. There's going to be assistants. There's going to be technicians. There's going to be who knows what or who really working on you. Oh, good God, which is terrifying. And you are asleep, so you have no idea. The veil. It's good the black God. box. Yeah. You're, you know, they go 10, Ugh. 9, 8, and the lights go out. Oh, and, that's so scary. Right? And so they have to do it fast, right? So they're rushing through. Um you know, it's just, let's take the fat out. Let's take the skin out. Stitch, stitch, stitch. Turn a little here, a little there. Using huge cannulas, right, mm -hmm. to take the What's fat out. What's a cannula? Out. Uh, a cannula is like, um, it's like a little tube with mm -hmm. little holes at the end. Attaches to suction, removes the fat. Got it. So they're going to use the biggest one possible because the biggest one possible is going to get it out as much as quick as possible. Right. So, Which is not good for you as the patient, right? Because these massive tubes are just right. being shoved in and out right. of your body. So instead of your body, like my canvas, my beautiful artistry, right? It's like construction zone, oh. jackhammer, get it out, flip, throw on a hard hat, you know. And who knows who's doing what? Maybe there's somebody numbing one part of your body while the surgeon's going over there. And a mistake can be made and safety, safety, safety. Okay. And and there's a rush. They don't want, you know, when you're a plastic surgeon, you're working with somebody under, it, timing's always a concern. Mm -hmm. You don't want to, you know, the longer somebody's under, the higher the risks of blood clot problems and things like that. And then that gets to the BBL safety. So do you know the numbers on death rate with BBL? No, give them to us. What I see here, one in 3,000 can die. Is that mm -hmm. right? Is that a concerning number? Is that reasonable? I just hear death and think bad. But It's you, insane. You, that's okay. 
Because I was like, reasonable. I don't know if that's... It's so unreasonable. Nobody should die doing any cosmetic procedure. How could anybody ethically ever even... Offer a thing offer where there's a one unless, in 3,000 chance Right, you unless you're it. like, okay, I'm going to take that one in 3,000 and make it nearly impossible by taking all of these steps. Mm-hmm. So check this out. So my, you know... My partner who, who um, you know, in our practice at Sculpt, his name's Daniel Suisa. He actually was part of the task force in plastic surgery that came up with those numbers. He's the one that did the stats. He's the one that put all this together. And it relates to all the factors I was telling you. Rushing through surgery, right? Uh, injecting the fat into the muscle of the bottom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there any fat in your m- muscle? No. Okay, so why are you going to take fat and inject it into your butt muscle? Mm -hmm. Okay, it makes no sense. It's just not where it is, right? right? right. The problem is there's big blood vessels in the muscle or really deep under it. And if the fat gets into one of those, right, it goes to your heart and that's it. You will literally not make it out of the surgery. Oh, my God. Which is terrible. Yeah. How does that happen? Because you're out under general anesthesia. You can't give feedback to the surgeon. The surgeon's rushing. They've got, it's this the whole time, sweating to the oldies, tired, mistakes are getting made. Let's just get this thing done kind of approach, right? And, you know, they think the only way they can get the result is to do the big old elephant booty or whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. the pumpkin result. And so to get the pumpkin result, they're jamming in the muscle and here and there. And so there's a way to do this Mm -hmm. that doesn't have to involve all of that. I mean, and you've seen our results. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? It, right. I mean, the Instagram profile speaks for itself. Like, there's so many amazing videos, reels, photos, and, and it is extremely natural looking. Um, I'm curious to know when people are doing their due diligence, do you have recommendations? Obviously, you can go to Sculpt, you can check out Dr. Spivak. Um, when people are looking for a surgeon, what do you recommend they consider before locking in on someone? Are there websites people should go to? Um, are there questions they should ask a doctor before deciding to choose them? Absolutely. So, you know, one, find a place that's not the most expensive, but also not the least expensive. That's step one, right? What bracket are we talking for like a BBL? I mean, in the U.S., on average, it's between 10 to 15. Okay. Um, if you're adding on other things, it can be more than that, right? Yeah. Our pricing is not the most expensive nor the least. We're kind of in the middle road, maybe but, even a touch higher. So for most of our procedures, it's about 15000 Okay. But then if you wanted to add on like your arms and, you know, that would be like the torso, 360, right? But then if you wanted to add on like your arms, it might be a few thousand more or another area, right? So, but we try to keep it in a reasonable range, right? So that's number one. So you're not finding the cheapest deal on the planet, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, number two, um, when you call the office or contact them, nice people should be on the other side. Mm -hmm. If nice people aren't there and they don't know what they're talking about, it's kind of weird. It should feel good and not stressful or concerning when you're engaging with the office. Sorry, great. Uh, We're so happy you, you know, this is is what we're all about. You should be able to ask questions and get feedback. Great. And then when you want to actually do a consultation, the consultation should be with your doctor. Amazing concept, don't you think? <laughs> Fascinating. Tell me more. Yeah. Okay. So the $3,500 places, you're, you're dealing with like a secretary. Oh. They look at your photos. They're like, what do you want to do? Uh, I want the, you know, Wait. great 35. Hell Here's how you put in your deposit. Here's how we finance it. Blah, blah, blah. And then, and then you're like, but who's going to, my, my surgeon's going to be who? And then they're like, well, um, we can get you with Dr. You know, w or Dr. T or whatever. It's right? just like plug and play. Right. Whoever's available is who you get. 
and then you show up and then it's a different doctor, right? And then you never meet the doctor and then you meet the doctor that morning. And what if you're really not a good candidate? What if the medical history wasn't reviewed? What if there's things that could, you know, lead to a bad outcome? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, so much to think about, but those are really great tips uh, to consider. I want to talk a little bit, um, bouncing back to the trends, right? Yeah. We, we talked a little bit about BBLs. I've, we talked a lot about BBLs, obviously. That's the the big topic here. Um, but I'm curious to know what you think just in general, your your professional and personal opinion on, you know, the lips. Like there are a lot of injectables when it comes to lips and uh, Botox, hip dips. Like what are, what are some of the trends? What are people loving oh God, right now? What are people dips. hating? Okay, let's talk about hip dips. Have you ever... Okay, Zora, did you even know what a hip dip was so, like two years ago? I didn't two years ago. Yeah. And I do now. So I first, <laughs> I know what they are now. But for those listening who might not know, break it down. What is a hip dip? Okay, so like a hip, every human being on the planet has a hip dip. Has a hip dip. Had a hip dip until, Adam and Eve, yeah. until today. <laughs> everybody has a hip yeah. dip. And then all of a sudden it became, oh my God, I'm afflicted with this disease. With a dip of the hip. With. A dip of the hip. It's almost like a hip dip. And it ain't right. You know? Right? Call the doctor. Call the, this Literally. is an emergency. Like yeah. this is I need emergency plastic surgery right. for, for my my looks. Dips of hips. Yeah. I gotta fill out my, you know, my Lulus or my aloe yogas yeah. or like whatever, right? Yeah. Um, so the hip dip is literally like the side of the bottom. Where it kind of like concaves a little bit. Yeah. I mean, should I, should I yeah, demonstrate my hip show dip? It, show it off. Give us the hip or dip. I have like, I'm a, I have like a, a <laughs> lamb's booty that just goes straight down. So this isn't so good, <laughs> okay. but it's literally the hip dip is like where it digs in a little here, mm-hmm. right? So you got your hip bone yep. and a little full here and then it goes zoop, like a little groove, a little yep. groove, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so in the world today, it became an affliction, right? Right. Well, it's a trend, but we're going to yeah. call you know. Well, right. Well, people treat it like an affliction, but yeah, it's absolutely just some people want to, not some, a lot of people want to get rid of it these days and just have what, that like Coke bottle sort of hourglassy that flowing, curve. like fill it in. They don't want, you know, and that's all about like the fitting clothes, the mm-hmm. bikini. Some, mm-hmm. this was one of the trends that is a social media thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, it's beautiful to have a hip dip. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. also, you know, for, I mean, listen, our business is filling in hip dips. So right, right, right. You do a little lipo above, you bring the hip in, you add a little there, you fill it out, you get that perfect flow, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, it's beautiful if you have it and it's beautiful mm-hmm. if you don't. Yeah. But that one's like super hot. That's a big one. Okay, got it. It's the slim thick. The slim thick. Slim. Th- shout out to all my slim thicks. I'll just be over here slim slim, but that's okay. Okay, so that's one trend. What's another trend that you're seeing these days when it comes to plastic surgery? Okay, so the other big one is the move away from breast implants. Okay, so we talk so much about social media. I keep bringing up the positive. I'm clearly an optimist, Mm -hmm. right? The one amazing thing about social media is the power of getting a community together. Mm -hmm. People sharing things that are going on that maybe isn't, didn't offer those same connections that you could make in the past. Mm -hmm. So over the last eight years, an amazing group of women, hundreds of thousands strong now, started a Facebook group called Healing Breast Implant Illness. And they started to talk about how their implants were making them sick, silicone implants. As I'm just summarizing really quickly, it can cause an autoimmune condition where you have, you know, aches and pains, neuropathy, brain fog, memory, all these crazy things. And I really highly recommend checking out breast implant illness. There's tons of resources. Lo and behold, women got together on social media they realized the implants were making them sick. They spread the message. 
other women started removing their implants as long as well with these women and people immediately got better. Wow. Going back to the original research on implants, there's clear connections with autoimmune, right? Which is where your body kind of um, responds to that foreign material that's really not supposed to be there. And just your, your immune system goes haywire and just triggers a whole mouth. It's like a virus in your computer system. Wow. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So and this foreign entity is like attacking your body at a certain point. And as a result of that, women are looking for alternatives, right, to breast implants. And so for us, that alternative that we've come up with is naturals, right? And naturals is a fat transfer to the breast. So we talked a ton about BBL. But just letting, you know, everyone else out there know there are other options to mm -hmm. implants. Mm -hmm. And we're really trying to push that as an amazing alternative. Got it. Okay. So, I love that. Something I love I'm that. proud of. Yeah. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue with its powerful, DC turbo engine? Well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. I want to do a little rapid fire with you. Let's so some one-on-one -on -one questions. So okay. this is just like first thing that comes to your mind, in your professional opinion. How much fat can you remove at one time? Like in one session? Five liters. Five liters. How much is that? Like, is that the size of like a watermelon, a gallon of milk? It's like know. 12 pounds, a little less. 12, okay. Yeah. 12 pounds. Okay. Got it. Does the fat ever come back? Can it come back? It's a Dr. Google thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. It, your, your fat's going to come back if you do lipo and you put on like a hundred pounds. Okay. Right. Like it's got to go somewhere. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but no, it doesn't magically like go to your toe knuckle, like your hand knuckles mm. or your toe, your earlobes. Um, if you keep a good diet, mm -hmm. keep exercising, take it as positive momentum, it won't come back. Got it. If you, I, if you stay stable exactly yeah. as you are, it won't come back. You're good. I'd heard that when um, the fat does come back, if it comes back, it tends to go to the places that hadn't been worked on first. Is that true? Or does it also just go to what's been worked on? So I, I had one person who had that happen to. Mm. And I've done almost 2,000 procedures. Okay. Exactly this. It was a woman who had a pituitary tumor removed, okay. right? So she had to have hormone. So the pituitary gland in the brain, right, makes every hormone in your body. So she was a horn, you know, nothing. Mm -hmm. So she had to take hormones for every single hormone in her body. Mm -hmm. We treated like the tummy area and the waist. And then 
lo and behold, it definitely built up more on her upper back. Mm -hmm. And then we did that. And that was the end of that. Other than I think that specific reason, I've never seen it just magically go to another spot. Okay. Got it. Interesting. Uh, do you have to work out to maintain results? Um, yes. Okay. Oh, I was, I was going to mess with you and be like, no, <laughs> no. Plastic surgery replaces a healthy lifestyle. Well, that's what I want to hear because I don't like working out. Right? So anything so, that doesn't require me to But you know <laughs> do what? Anything. You know what's so awesome about that? Uh -huh. Some of my favorite patients, because uh -huh. everyone goes to the doctor and they feel like they're going to be embarrassed uh -huh. Uh -huh. if they tell the truth. Uh, I'm like, how's, yeah. how's your diet and exercise? Did it work for you? Where are you at? Yeah. And then I just love the people that can just fess up and be like, I hate going to the gym. Right. I, I don't want to go to the gym. I, I want to do this so day. I don't have to go to the gym. I'm like, thank you for your honesty. Right? right? Speak your truth. You're amazing. Yeah. Right. I can work with that. Yeah. Okay. Um, how much fat is reabsorbed? That's a really interesting one. Like when you pull it, like how much do you actually have to work with after you pull the fat before you put it back in? Okay. Amazing. So fat's removed, uh -huh. uh, it's concentrated, processed. Uh -huh. It goes through, it all in a sterile system, goes through reverse tubing, is re-injected, little micro-ribbons, boom, 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 you fill it out. Artistry, right? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, for a BBL, on average, it's about 30%. So the 70% that stays, your body grows in like new little capillaries and blood vessels and makes it your own. Super cool, right? Yeah. 30% just doesn't make it and your body like reabsorbs it with your immune system, right? Yeah. Um, for the breasts and especially our naturals procedure, breasts don't take the fat quite as well, mm. right? It's a smaller area. There's not like as much muscle underneath the booties, the booty. That's like a big zone. You've got a lot of, you know, yeah. action there. Yeah. So the breasts, probably about 40 to 45% okay. will reabsorb. I always like under promise over deliver, uh -huh, right? Uh -huh. um, so... A little bit more consistent we, consistency with BBL, a little less with our naturals procedure. Okay, got it. What's the recovery like for liposuction and BBLs? Okay, so traditional is like hit by a truck, <laughs> right? Doing it awake, doing it the way that we do it, you know, I would say seven to 10 days. Okay. Right? But it's not a seven to 10 days, like you're crippled in bed, like, like uh, you know, like pass me a tea. Yeah. You know, because I've had friends, I've had like coworkers come that? into work and they're just like zombies bandaged up, can't sit. I'm like, how the how are you living? How are you surviving? And this is like weeks out, like weeks after the procedure. And it just looks tough. It Tubes, looks painful. Drains, yes. Like hobbling around like the duck <laughs> walk. Scary. Like, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. So you're saying that's not necessarily the case with your procedure, with the skull procedure. Okay, so after you do it with us, you're, it's not like sharp pain. You know, it's not crushing like I got hit by a truck pain. It's you literally, first of all, you walk out of the procedure. Mm. We get you up, you walk right out. Okay, I'm feeling, everyone feels so much better once you're done too. Like, whoa, that wasn't bad at all. You're just super sore, like a super hard workout at the gym. Sometimes it can be a little more intense than that and sometimes less, okay. right? And as far as return to work, listen, I always say take seven to seven to 10 days. Focus on your recovery. Don't be stressed, right? Right. But it's not a seven to 10 days where you're like laying in bed. You're getting up. You're walking around. You're doing virtual work from home. You're hitting up a lunch place in three days, you know. Yep. A little um, brunch action. Little things. Okay. Just a lay low period more yeah. than anything. Um, how soon can you sit? <laughs> okay. Um, the sitting with the BBL. Yes. Okay. Do you know people? Have you ever... You know, people come up with like amazing contraptions uh -huh. where like you're going to get a BBL and your bottom will never touch an object. Oh, wait. For like These things the exist. For like three months of my life. What? Okay? 
Okay. Where do you go? For, is this on Amazon? Oh my God. So you can find, <laughs> there's a, there's an avocado, right? Where, you know, like the little pit of the avocado? Yes. It's a pool floaty. Oh, you take the pit oh, yeah. out, right? And it's the perfect little like thing you can lay on and the cushion. butt like fits in where the Booty the just pit, goes in the middle. Right? <laughs> and then there's like recliners, there's like mattresses where people cut out a hole in the mattress uh-huh. so they can like lay flat oh, and the booty that's like actually slots in, right? <laughs> a hole in the mattress where you're... Okay, my mind just went somewhere. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm gonna it, it, fight the crazy. urge to say and it out loud. I, I mean, it's like arts and crafts. Yeah. It's like incredible, like innovation that people. Right. I mean, my patients will come right with yeah. all this, uh-huh. and it, it's really just three weeks. Okay, we give you a little like a little foam Tempur-Pedic like uh-huh. block with a nice little pillow thing. You, you take you sit on that for three weeks. You're good to go. Okay. The fat doesn't shift around. It doesn't mash. It yeah. doesn't die more. It's kind of one of those excessive things where. It's, it's one of those things you can pretend you can control as a patient afterwards. Yeah. Right? And so it's right. like, I can control that I will never sit again. <laughs> <laughs> Thus, I will create exactly. the most masterful, like, you know, incredible mattress that yes. humankind has this ever seen. This avocado will protect. be the best avocado. Yeah, my avocado. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so fascinating to me. I never thought about the the thought and care that could go into kind of like post-recovery oh, yeah. that patients can, it's awesome. can take into their hands. Yeah, I love it. Um, okay, so we have a listener submit a question. They want to know, can I give my fat to my friends or family? Interesting. Oh, so I get it, though, because it's like, okay, what if – what if the friend or family is slim slim? <laughs> what if they need some? What if a thin, uh, a thick thick gives it to a slim slim? <laughs> yeah, can a thick thick be a donor to a slim slim? <laughs> Even better, there's a lot of wives that'll like would love to make their husband into a fat growing factory. Oh, like I'll stuff like my husband. I'll stuff the husband up with like some McDonald's or like you know bar- yeah, whatever, yeah. right? And then you can do that. And then, right. and they just give you the fat. It can't be done. Okay, be. it's was, super dangerous. I was like, it seems like a win-win for everyone. It would be the Husband best win-win. Husband gets to eat all the burgers. We do not have that technology. Okay, <laughs> that does not exist in the you world. You will probably not end up in a good place. Yeah, it's yeah. super dangerous. It's like getting a transplant. Oh, okay. Like a kidney transplant, and it's even more like your body will reject it so mm. hardcore. Now, theoretically, an identical qu- twin could give you the fat. Oh. Never been done. I don't think anybody will ever do that. It's so risky. No one knows what would really happen. Okay. Okay. So the the answer is no, listener. Don't, <laughs> so, don't do so that. So your, your husband can't be a fat grow. In fact, you know, your sister who has the different shape than you can. Right. And yeah. Okay. Keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. Um, another listener submitted a question. What about if you get a breast reduction at another center? Can the facility send over your fat so you can use it for a BBL? Okay. Amazing question. So when you get a breast reduction, they kind of uh, like cut a chunk out, uh-huh. right? Um, so you'd have to probably like like chop it up or something. Okay, it's really not it's really not done because you're taking out breast tissue with fat, and then there's a lot of stitching, and you'd have to first of all do it at the same time, uh-huh. right? Um, and then second of all, if you did do it, maybe it's like coming from the side of the breast, okay, right, to kind of like mm-hmm. flatten that area, and then the rest is the tuck tuck mm-hmm. part of it, <laughs> right? But yeah, you'd have to like slice and dice it, and then pro- it's mm-hmm. and it probably wouldn't work very well. Okay, yeah, it's but feeling good like a soft no, guys. It's yeah, like a soft I love no these; no. these are great. They're fun. Um, the future of plastic surgery. What do you anticipate will be the next big trend? You know, more than anything, what I see happening is, and I love what do you think? just embracing. 
our, our natural selves, our bodies, like doing nips, tucks, adjustments where you want to, if it feels good and it feels right, which I love that I, because I'm such an advocate for that, whatever feels good to you, but then also really embracing and working with what you've got. Um, I think we're all so just over these overly filtered, overly perfected bodies. And it's just like that, that goalpost just keeps moving. People are just sick of it. Gen Z, especially, I think they were born into this weird Instagrammy overly filtered world. And so they're just so desperate for something that feels real and, and semi-natural and a little bit gritty and more accessible. Um, so that's where I see it going is just kind of like uh, back to the middle. We kind of got to this really extreme end of the spectrum where it was like carve it, shave it, tuck it, stuff it, whatever right, you got to right. do so that you can look the same in real life as you do on Instagram. I feel the pendulum swinging back in a in a more reasonable direction. <laughs> I, I, I totally agree with you. As as crazy as social media can make body image become in you know out there in people's minds, right? It also can be good. Like some of the most popular people on TikTok or Instagram or YouTube are like the, this is who I am. Yeah. Love me, damn it. Mm -hmm. Because I love me. You're here. And you're going to love me because of that. Right? Yep. And isn't that like such a beautiful thing where you accept the asymmetries, the the curves, the skinny, skinny, the, right? All those amazing things. Like I think that, and that's what people love. People love authenticity because they're sick of the social media that's fake. Yep. So if you're actually authentic and you embrace who you are, so I see actually a positivity coming out of this mm-hmm. for bodies, right? So I think that's super cool. Yeah, yeah. The body positivity movement, even body neutrality is a really interesting concept um, that I've been talking about with with peers more and reading about like this idea, like maybe we just don't have to think so hard about our bodies, period. We We are grateful for the fact that they keep us alive and we treat them as well as we can. And then we don't give them as much thought. Um, so I, really I, I interesting lo- stuff. Yeah, so sorry, I like love that, right? Body neutrality, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is my body. I dig it. It's not perfect. Yeah. Don't hate it. Yeah. Right? You know, and then one day you're like, well, I could do that one thing. Right? right? Yeah. But it's not like, you know, I'm not going to. make or break. I'm not going to. It's not going to like change. You know, it's just for me. And it'll be a nice tweak. And wow, I would feel really cool. That would be fun. Exactly. That's how it should be. Exactly. I, I completely agree with you. It's the idea of like, oh, man, I would love to go to Paris for a week. Or, oh, man, I can't wait to try that steakhouse. If I don't go to that steakhouse, am I going to die? Am I going to be thinking about the T-bone I never had until I get it? No, but I really like steak. <laughs> and it'll be great if I can, you know, yeah. get some time in the castle. It won't be too risky it. to get yeah. to the steakhouse. And, exactly. You know, it'll be, I've got, you know, a great chef. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm digging this, uh, this analogy. Is it? I always mix it up. Metaphor well, it's always analogy. the food analogies. We've it's gone just, through I'm avocados. Clearly. Um, what just, else did we hit on food? Stuffing the husband like there's a turkey. There's a donut, feeding, yeah. force feeding your husband cheeseburgers so that you can steal his fat, harvest it for your BBL. <laughs> <laughs> All super casual conversation here, guys. Um, Dr. Spivak, if people want to connect with you, if they want to check out your work, if they have questions for you, maybe even want to do a consultation, where can they find you? I love it. Okay, so our website, sculptbody.com. Okay, our sculpt is spelled with a Q. That's our jam, okay? So S-Q-U-L-P-T, body.com. Our most, like, sensationally, like, most visible, though, is really Instagram. Super, super easy, at sculpt, S-Q-U-L-P-T. Same thing for TikTok. Uh, Look us up, sculpt body shaping with a Q, and send a message. We have a great system. Send a text, a DM, ask us questions. Consultations are all virtual, online. 
It's an hour with one of our coordinators and our plastic surgeon. We have you submit photos. We do simulations. We draw on it, tell you about everything and, you know, really take amazing care of you. I'm very proud of that part. I love it. Well, thank you so much for um, giving us all the goods on the the BBLs and ways to do it safely. Um, This was a really fun conversation, like talking about plastic surgery, cosmetic surgery. Who would have thought so many laughs, but also a lot of important info. And and I love that. I love that you clearly love what you do and and have a lot of fun with it. So thank you so much for joining me today. And I'm honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you again to Dr. Spivak for joining me on Hot Happy Mess today. By the way, if you are loving what we're putting down and want to hear more, visit hothappymess.com and let us know if there are any topics that you want us to dive into for season two. And if you want to be featured as a real woman or an expert on the podcast, before I head out, I want to share a quick listener review. At Brandy A11 says, safe place with a heart emoji. Getting me through work with positive vibes. Love it. No, I love it, Brandy. I love to hear that. I'm glad that you are listening to me instead of your boss and or supervising manager. (laughs) Don't get fired, sis. But yes, I'm glad it's getting you through work. Um, In all seriousness, I so appreciate you leaving that review. Thank you. And if you listening have not yet left a review, please do. It means so much. It's the easiest, freest, quickest way to support the podcast. You can do it on Spotify and Apple now. Drop five stars at the very least. Drop a couple of lines about what you're loving. If you really want to support, it doesn't have to be long. Just a cute, quick love note and share this episode. If you have a friend who you think is interested in a BBL, who has a BBL horror story, who has a BBL, my body is bomb AF post BBL story, and they just want to kind of dive into a conversation about it, whatever it is, send it to them. All right. And tag me on social so I can repost you. So Hot Happy Mess can at Zuri Hall and at Hot Happy Mess. I've got another episode coming for you next Wednesday. Wednesday. In the meantime, Wednesday. be blessed, be well, sending you love, sending you love and light. Love. And I will talk to you next week. Bye y'all. Bye y'all. Bye y'all. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. 
That's trinityschool.org. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.